0: Hello and welcome to the Peace and Love Amplifiers podcast. I am so happy you're here. In these episodes, we will dive deep into the idea of peace. What is it? Is it even attainable? Everyone wants it, so how can we make it manifest? Along with my own experiences, you will also hear uplifting stories from inspirational people who are building peace in their own lives and the world around them. We are on the threshold of a new society, looking at where science meets spirituality. And these stories are a call to action to help overcome division and build a better society for all concerned. Join me on this thought-provoking journey to explore ways we can all amplify peace and love. I wanted to thank you for coming back and give you an update. So a few episodes ago, I talked about caregiver breakdown after a confrontation I had with my sisters-in-law. And if you wanted to hear that, you can go back to, I think it's episode seven, I wanna say, on caregiver breakdown. So what, I wanted to give you an update with is kind of how I work through that and how I'm moving forward from there and just to give you a bit of the current situation is that right now as I'm recording this we are going to have a family meeting with the two sisters like me and my husband and the social worker and the nurse from my mother-in-law's hospice and they are going to help us kind of talk through this and come up with some solutions and that's actually going to be in about an hour and a half so um, if you can tell from my voice I'm a little bit nervous I can you know I can, I can feel it in my voice I can feel it in my body like physiologically I can feel the the stress hormones kind of pumping through and thankfully we had a big snowstorm yesterday so i was outside just about an hour ago shoveling and getting rid of a lot of that that adrenaline that was you know has been pumping through my system but this whole week after that one episode after you know and kind of dealing with this dealing with the after effects and the aftermath of it is you know it the physiological effects of the situation you know I wasn't have been not sleeping well and not um just really exhausted right and I haven't really been able to think long term and do a lot of things and I've just been kind of frozen and stuck and because I you know kind of don't know which which way to go right now and so you know I, I like movement, I like to get things done. So that being said, I wanted to just touch base and, and give you some ideas as to, to how I'm going to use this time, this next meeting in this next hour and a half uh, to hopefully state my intention, state my concerns, come from a higher place, come from a place of where everyone can hear my highest and best come out of my mouth. (laughs) So the way that I've kind of gotten through this, really like this past weekend, I guess the time of this, you know, I recorded the episode seven, like maybe last week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere around there. The event happened on that Sunday. So it's just been about a week, maybe 10 days from there. So, you know, I've kind of took a a few days to really recoup from that. And then just thinking about having this meeting and what am I going to say? And what am I going to talk about? And what shouldn't I say? What should, you know, what are the best options? How can we do this? And how, you know, so just kind of been this has kind of been turning in my brain for a week and a half now and the three things that i wanted to talk about were reframing reconnecting and remembering so reframing is is um just kind of it's just that reframing this whole situation as something that is not a confrontation in and of itself, but it's a learning experience. I mean, I'm not good at confrontation. I'm not good at choosing my words in the moment that are succinct, that are non-emotional. I don't really surround myself with difficult people. And it's, you know, the people in my life, my sisters, my husband, my daughter, my, you know, my parents, my like, everyone around me is, we're all very manageable. We're all very like, we love each other. We look out for each other. We find the best in each other. You know, even my work colleagues being in hospice, I think everybody, you know, we're all looking out for each other and wanting the highest and best for everyone. So working with difficult people is out of my wheelhouse. And as a peace builder, I want to be able to talk to difficult people in a way that's respectful, in a way that I want them to feel heard. I want them to be able to hear me and just to find common ground. So if I can do that right here, right now, in my own stuff, in my own, my own emotional drained, you know, physically and mentally drained from this, that I'm hoping that I can learn really, really well how to do this because, you know, I think I signed a contract before I was born saying that I will learn everything by fire. I will learn it and it will be delved deep into my body. And so, you know, that's one of the ways that I prepped for this upcoming meeting. And knowing that I'm walking into the quote unquote lion's den in this next meeting, I've been able to prep for it. And I've been able to come up with all the ideas of what I want to talk about and what I want to say and what I what I don't want to say and all those different things. So that one, that first confrontation was, I didn't know what I was walking into and the lion sprung out at me and bit my head off. So that's one way that I, I prep for this upcoming meeting. Okay, so the second thing that I used to prep for this upcoming meeting is reconnection. And it just, I, I wanted to talk to as many people about this situation as possible. Am I making a mountain out of molehill, as my father would say? You know, that I always have this hard, it's kind of hard for me to, to really honor myself for the emotions that I'm feeling. I am a very emotional being. If you're an astrological person, I'm a cancer. I, you know, I'm like as emotional as you can get, right? (laughs) So I wanted to get other people's viewpoint on this. So I talked to, uh, there was a Facebook group called Working Daughter that talks with, uh, that it's just for women primarily who are taking care of their parents, their caregiving plus working plus trying to you know do everything else. So I reached out to that group and I really and got a lot of support from them. I talked to other caregivers and got support from them and talked to my own sisters, my own mother, my aunt who took care of her mother along with her other sister. So it was just just so I could kind of get an idea that this isn't just me. It wasn't like I'm making something out of nothing. Like there's a time and a place to give. And then there's a time and a place to say enough is enough. I'm completely empty right now. I can't do this anymore. You know, and that's, that's hard for me because I've always said to my daughter that there's always a way to figure something out. There's always a, a solution. There's always, if you don't know it right up front, then you learn about it and you you find another way to do it. So I was you know, questioning my motives. And now I know that my motives are valid. My motives are the highest and best for everyone concerned. And so from that point, from that place, I can move forward. I feel confident to move forward, that I... I'm choosing to to live this seeing it from a higher place and so the next thing I want to talk about is remembering and this is the spiritual aspect of of me of what I really really used to help kind of shift my internal state whenever I started to think about this whenever I started to go down the rabbit hole of rumination or what I was going to say or what they could say and what I would come back with. And so instead of going down that rabbit hole and feeling the stress, like all those stress hormones go back into my body, I remembered, I remembered, I re- remembered with source. I remembered with God, with my higher self, with so I could quickly easily and effortlessly when I felt and when I will feel this tension in my body when I go through this meeting soon (laughs) is that I will shift. I will be able to shift into that higher place, feeling the different hormones physiologically in my body. And I can feel them now as I'm talking about this. I can I can feel it in my voice. I'm actually smiling. My eyes are open. My eye, you know, like I can remember. So I was just prepping and prepping and doing that and doing that, you know, over and over and over again. Right now, I'm feeling a little tense in my heart. I'm feeling, you know, so if I do this, you know, stay in this space and kind of really connect with this, then I think with this next hour and a half, I will be able to come from a different place, from a higher place. So it's like being stuck in a traffic jam and then your car turns into a helicopter and you just kind of have a a higher perspective. What is going on around you? You know, so that's what I want to do. I want to get up out of the weeds, get up out of my own emotion, and look at what's the highest and best for all concerned. So if I can do that, that's my intention is to to really shift into that space so that in any kind of difficult situation to be able to do that, you get a lot more input, you get a lot more ideas and you come from a you know like Michelle Obama always said You know, they go low, we stay high. We stay high. We don't go down deep into where they're going to go. So, and the other thing I did was I asked for mediation. I asked the social worker from the hospice to be the mediator in this. And so it's not my, it's not my thing. He's going to control it. He's going to, like, there's going to be ground rules. There's, there's. Only one person can talk at a time, like all those different things so that it's not coming directly from me as well, you know? So as a participant, it's hard to to make your needs m- known or to kind of come at something where a facilitator can kind of bring in everybody, you know? So I think that is going to help the process. So as we, you know, go out and to do more peace building, then we'll, you know, if we can be the facilitators, then that's even better. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was from the book, Cultivating Peace by James O. D. And this is the, like the quintessential peace building book, in my opinion. But he talks about three types of bullies. There's emotional bullies, there's physical bullies, and then there's intellectual bullies. And finding out what kind of bully your person that you're going to talk to. He gives you in this book, he gives you the Aikido, the ways of dealing with a bully. The The way, you know, Aikido is where you use your energy and their energy to kind of deflect or to move the energy from hurting you and hurting the other person. So learning about emotional bullies was really helpful, you know, just rereading this and, you know, what an emotional bully uses as, a, as their comeback, you know, that I'm trying to find it here. The emotional bully is skillful at triggering guilt, shame, embarrassment, self-doubt, fear, and a sense of inadequacy in others. And that's at least one of the sisters. So I know now that if that's what she's gonna do, then that's just typical emotional bullying. I don't have to go into that. I don't have to dive deep into that. I don't even have to touch it. You know, I can just like, okay, that's what you're gonna say then. So being able to really prep for this meeting is gonna, to me, is, is has been really helpful and So the one thing that he talked about, the keto to emotional bullying is to recognize the manipulation and not to respond to it. And sometimes silence is the perfect antidote. So we'll see how it goes. I have no idea. I have my intention. I will see that I'll come out of the other side of this with, with some answers, with some movement moving forward. And... We'll see how it goes, but I will talk about it from my next episode and let you know how it goes, because it should be interesting. And again, peace building is not easy. It's not easy work, but it's so beneficial. And when you as a peace giver, the peace builder, the caregiver, you know, again, we need to protect ourselves. We need to be we need not be exhausted. We need to be able to get a good night's sleep. And I know that, you know, I'm laying in bed thinking like, geez, Joel, you know, if you, if you can handle this, how are you going to handle like helping to save the world? <laughs> you know, it's just like, I need to, I need to use this again, reframing it, use this as a learning experience because I'm not going to learn it any other way for me. That's, That's a given my experience. So I will let you know how it goes. And I'm not going to talk about it after maybe tomorrow, but you'll find out soon enough, so will I, (laughs) so some calls to action for you is some things I would suggest for calls to action. Would be if you had anything that you are ruminating about, maybe it was a discussion that you had, or an argument that you had, or how you handled a situation, to come to peace with that. I think a good way to do that is to reframe it. You know, so how can you reframe that situation, that conversation, whatever it is? to something that you can literally come to peace with, you know, with this situation, reframing it was so beneficial for me. It it was, it seemed so easy, but it really was beneficial to the point where I could get sleep and I wasn't thinking and thinking and thinking. And, you know, who identifies some people, if you don't already, and I'm sure you do, is, Have people in your life that you can talk about this with, or find a group that can hear you out and maybe isn't a family member or someone that could listen to you and, you know, give you the support, but they may not know exactly what you're going through. But, you know, finding that one group, that working daughter group on uh, Facebook was really helpful for me because it was. The, these are people that know exactly what I'm going through. You know, they can they can empathize without without judgment, without you know, give you some good pointers, give you some ideas that they've done. Uh, you know, whatever it is. So you know, find someone to connect with, and then remembering remembering who you know that we're all connected, that we're all. For whatever reason, you're in this situation and, you know, it kind of goes back to reframing, but what, what am I learning from this? What am I, what can I get out of this? And, and, you know, really remembering who you are, you know, that you are a child of God, you are a child of divine source, you are so much greater than this physical body. Um, and the physical things that you're going through, we are spiritual beings living a physical life, and we, you know, we need to remember that. We need to remember with that, and use that as a way to kind of give ourselves that thirty thousand foot view where we can see the bigger picture. We can see something, and and you know, take ourselves off the hook. Really, really, take yourself off the hook because uh, sometimes, you know, we are our own worst enemy if and I was there and um, now, you know, just doing some of these daily, daily, daily techniques, you know, these things that I that I do in the morning and at night to put myself into a good spot or really helped me build that resiliency to these situations. And um, so I'd, I really recommend doing some of these techniques just to help you with difficult situations Have you had in your own life. All right, I will see you next time. Hey, you Peace and Love Amplifier. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at peaceandloveamplifiers.com. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks again for listening. And remember to ask yourself, what am I feeding the field? Until next time.